0: Mansfield 103.2 Sport with United Carpets and Beds. Visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield. Unitedcarpetsandbeds.com. It's the start of your sporting weekend. This is Sports
1: Talk. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to our weekly look at local sport with me Jason Harrison and Tim Morris. On tonight's show we'll look back at Mansell Town's 3-2 home win over Dagenham and Redbridge last weekend and ahead to tomorrow's trip to Newport, a game we've exclusive commentary of. And we hear from new loan signing junior Daniel, who's returned to the Stags after 18 months at Port Vale.
2: Not saying a bad word about anyone but in the past, but it feels a lot more professional. A lot of things have changed since I've been away, but yeah, it does, there's a buzz around the place. The manager, I played with him before as well and he's a a good guy and I know he wants to do well and hopefully I can come in and do well for him and, and the team. There's more from boss Adam Murray. We hear
1: what Stags fans have chosen to dress up for as the last away game of the season and there are tickets to be won for next Saturday's home clash with Yeovil. Away from Mansfield Town, we hear how Mansfield's sidecar brothers are going for a more professional approach ahead of this year's World Championships and Isle of Man TT and his ice hockey after a huge week for the Nottingham Panthers and the Sheffield Steelers. All that plus the usual suspects such as Morris's Minute Moan, the Sports Talk Predictor and the Mansfield Town weekly prize draw makes it another packed Sports Talk. We're here until seven and we're underway. Yes, very good evening and welcome to Sports Talk here on Mansfield 103.2 Here through till 7 o'clock tonight uh, We uh, start though uh, by dedicating uh, the show to uh, Mansfield 103.2 Saturday sport reporter Terry Hayes Who uh, sadly passed away suddenly yesterday at the age of 68 He'd only been with us for a short time but his uh, football reports uh, were full of uh, well, I, I would say joy, but the, if the game was rubbish, he'd yeah, say, I'm he r- rubbish and I'm hating this, yeah. and that's what I liked about it Full from of, honesty. Indeed, right. of honesty. Indeed, lots of honesty from it, him. Yes. Uh, he was hugely known in the cricket world. He'd been an umpire for years. He'd played cricket for years. We've heard tributes, and we'll hear tributes at 6 o'clock in, in the news as well from our local cricket players and people involved in the game. So tonight we're dedicating the show uh, to Terry Hayes and uh, all our thoughts are with his family and friends at this difficult time. Tim Morris in the studio with us tonight. Good evening, Tim. Good evening. Well, Week? Jason, yes, yes, good week. Thank you. Yes, mm. oh, I thought you we could expand <laughs> a bit more
3: on it than that. Yes, <laughs> L- lot, lots of sporting activity in front of the television screen, watching it, and yeah. uh, slightly scratching my head over a decision at Mansfield Town Football Club.
1: Oh, well, we'll find out more about that very, very shortly, I'm sure, after six o'clock. That's intriguing. Uh, <laughs> well, no,
3: everybody knows about it. I just can't believe they did it on reflection, but
1: i'd oh, uh, say uh, we'll talk more about that very very soon here on this sports talk uh, dave rose is also uh, in the studio with us for the first part of uh, our show to talk ice hockey what a week it has been just briefly first of all
4: i can't believe this week i couldn't i just cannot believe those results and i'm glad i didn't predict anything <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there you go something that tim yeah. morris is not happy about with Mansfield town an amazing no i didn't, didn't know i'm not saying i'm not happy
3: hockey. with it but, oh. but I'm scratching my head it's yeah, sc- as to oh, why they're bothered. You're, yeah.
1: you're, oh, you're, bef- you're bemuddled and befused, yes, yeah. shall we say, if, <laughs> if they are actual words. All <laughs> uh, right, we'll talk uh, ice hockey shortly uh, with Dave Rose, find out what's been happening uh, this week. But let's find out what's been going on today, shall we? It has been uh, another busy day in the world of sports, so let's find out what has been going on. <laughs> And we start with Mansfield town boss Adam Murray, who says midfielder Adam Chapman's fit and rearing to go for the final part of the season. He had a few weeks on the sidelines recently, returning for last Saturday's home win over Dagenham and Redbridge. With Chapman being subjected to abuse from some supporters
5: before his spell on the sidelines, Murray said the rest came at the right time. He took a lot on personally. He played every game. He, he trained every training session. He Mentally and physically, he'd given everything, and he'd caught up with him. So we give him a breather. He, he's looking strong.
1: Johnny Infantino has been elected the new president of FIFA, the UEFA general secretary, who had the backing of the English FA, received 115 votes in the second round of voting, getting the majority required. Sheikh Salman was second with 88. Prince Ali Al Hussein had four votes, and Jerome Champagne zero. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp says he's relishing the prospect of taking on Manchester United in the Europa League last 16. They've been drawn together after his side secured a 1-0 aggregate win over German outfit Augsburg last night. Klopp says it's an opportunity to make up for the last time the two sides met.
6: Can ask my stuff. And they asked me yesterday, who do we want? I said, Man United. I think we have to clear something, we Had a good game. When I was here, was, uh, we played against them, we lost 1-0. No, it was not what we deserved to this day, but we got it. Life gives us the chance to make it better.
1: Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger does not think Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's knee injury will keep him out of England's Euro 2016 squad but he says it's quite a serious issue which is still being assessed and he's out for at least a few weeks. The midfielder picked up the injury during Tuesday's Champions League defeat to Barcelona. In ice hockey, Nottingham Panthers will put next weekend's Challenge Cup final to the back of their minds when they return to Elite League duties tonight. The winners home to Belfast Giants will put them within four points of leaders Cardiff who lost last night to five flyers and assistant coach Rick Strachan says the Panthers can get themselves back firmly in the Title chase
4: We're in a great position right now. We're playing well and uh, we're the Belfast Giants in town. Uh, every game's been close against them and uh, you know if we want to uh, climb up the league table uh, it's a must game and uh, come Friday we'll be ready. And there was an
1: intense stare down between boxers Carl Frampton and Scott Quigg at the weigh in ahead of tomorrow's world title fight in Manchester. They'll be going for the IBF and WBA Super Bantam weight belts. The trainers of both fighters were involved in a scuffle but Frampton says it didn't bother him.
7: I'm cool, I'm level headed. I, I just took a step back and smile and let them carry on and do what they want but it's
8: all good it's all part of the pantomime but it's a bit too close to the fight for me to be getting involved in that stuff so I just sit back and, and watch it unfold and, and smile and get ready for tomorrow night
1: That's your Mansfield 103.2 Sports Update Tana Del Delhuntie's back with your local news at the top of the hour So loads going on today, not least the FIFA presidency election. Uh, Tim, Gianni Infantino, the UEFA General Secretary, the one that the SFA, Scottish FA and the English FA have backed. Is that the right way to go or do you feel that FIFA should have just had a complete... Uh, demol- demolition job and, and start from scratch with this one?
3: I think they should have started from scratch here. I think everybody's, you know, tired bored, sick of it dragging on as long as it's dragged on. Mm. You know, it, it needed a clean sweep completely, if you like and all the people who are involved, not just Blatter and Varome and those at the top clearing out, if you like, whether they've done anything wrong or not and starting from scratch, that's not going to happen and... You, you do wonder, will there be much difference going forward?
1: Well, Infantino is—I think—he's the youngest one, 45, so it's yep. young blood. Probably that will bring a new look and a, a new style to the FIFA uh, ranks because he's Possibly. quite a stylish man. He, well, yes, he speaks yes. loads of languages. He's yeah. certainly flamboyant in that way. Uh, so it might be interesting to see what it's going to be like. But it'll on be interesting,
3: channel. no doubt about it. You know, and you hope that you know things will improve and there'll be you know no more corruption claims over the years and that there will be forward thinking and listen to the individual countries. But I, I can't see it.
1: No. Uh, and also today the Europa League draw, Liverpool-Manchester United in the <laughs> in the next round. Yep. Unbelievable that happened as always. Really? Yeah.
3: Un- unbelievable? <laughs> yeah,
1: unbelievable.
3: <laughs> or not. Oh. Are
1: you yeah. talking warm balls again, are yeah, you?
3: Well, hey? Yeah, well, yeah. It seems a strange one. I know there's a chance of it happening, of course there is, but it does yeah. seem slightly odd. Yeah, and
1: of course, it doesn't say in there, but Tottenham also got Dortmund, uh, yep. the German side, in there. So uh, the Europa League's going to be interesting because you think, for instance, Manchester United, it's probably going to be their only chance at uh, getting into well, the
3: Champions League next year. Definitely. yeah, They're, they're certainly going to go for it, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more interested, I think, actually, for once, in the Champions League, because for the sake of the Premier League and... More European places in future seasons. You yeah. know, somebody like Manchester City or Chelsea have got to probably go on and win it.
1: And also the Frampton Quig fight. It's been. <laughs> there's
3: been all these. Talk, I mean, they, they were arguing
1: over dressing rooms earlier on today, and and one of them was saying, "If I don't get the the main dressing room, we'll call the fight off." And then there was a little fight amongst the trainers. Is this all hype? Is this? Yes. I- call,
3: call me a cynic. <laughs> yes, of course it is. Yeah, just to try and get more airtime on news bulletins like oh, this. Column inches, column inches. in newspapers sell tickets. Of course it is. Yeah.
1: No, you cynic. You. <laughs> Sitting <laughs> all the way down the line from FIFA to UEFA, definitely. Yeah. All, oh, 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 you
3: cynic, you in your old age. But they've got to sell the product. Yeah. You know, fair play to them. That's one way of doing it. Fair enough.
1: And in ice hockey, uh, Dave Rose, we heard in there about the Panthers tonight going to, uh, they're at home to Belfast Giants. But what a week it has been uh, in the world of ice hockey because uh, we've had this Challenge Cup semi-final that we were talking about last week. And you said, what was it? Oh, I can't see which way this is going to go. <laughs> and it ended up 10-0 on aggregate yep. to the Nottingham Panthers.
4: Eight. And two uh, nil. Uh, There's no way I could have predicted <laughs> that one. I, I just couldn't have seen that coming. You know, eight in the first. Well, there were four up yep. there, in the first period at,
1: at the, Sheffield. I, I Sheffield. Yeah. At home, yeah, unbelievable.
4: Unbelievable, and I can imagine what the atmosphere was like behind the locked <laughs> doors. Believe me, and Paul
1: Thompson was has, has sort of been in front of the cameras and have been quite calm and collected. So I'm not going to I'm not going to pl- lay blame on the players. But do you feel behind the scenes it would have been a different story?
4: I don't know. Is it one of those? As a manager, you go in and you say nothing, mm. and you just let them sit there and stew. Or do you go out in there and blast them? Mm. I, I, I don't think you... I think it's one of those, you just walk away. Because I think in his voice, you can tell he was so frustrated. And what was the term he used? It was uh, diabolical. Yep. <laughs> Something yeah, like that. That was, his, that used, was his, yep. th- his words. Yeah
1: uh they, they they've talked as well uh cory nielsen said after the 8-0 win we got sheffield at the right time because they'd had a punishing schedule what was it five games five in, games 12, in eight in five, five games in five eight. And eight it was even worse than i thought it was and then paul thompson also said the same thing after the, the second leg and also entered that the panthers had scheduled this in such a way that they did get sheffield Steelers <laughs> at the right <laughs> time is that is that a genuine grievance Cause clubs don't surely have that much sway on
4: when these games are played uh, I think we're going into that word politics we talked about last <laughs> week. There, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not on the inside. Some, some of these games are predicted by the arenas. Mm. The arenas have the last say. I mean, look at, you know, the boys over in Belfast. You know, they turned up. And they couldn't play the game, you know, because somebody had fallen, do you remember? Oh, yes, that's right, yes. Um, So, yeah, you know, sometimes these things do go against the ice hockey teams. Mm.
1: But the problem was, you had to have it played before next Sunday when the the finals pencilled in. So it had to be played. These two games had to be played in quick succession at some point. They did indeed.
4: They had to be played. So get them out of the way. But, you know, you've got to turn up for these games. Mm. You've got to to turn
3: up. Sorry, talking to a Steelers fan who I know, he was complaining bitterly that Panthers forced, in quotes, the game to be played at Ice Sheffield rather than at the arena, which he thought was to their advantage.
4: Um, Difficult one, really, to call on that. I think it's the... They're used to playing in small arenas. That's Both teams go away and play in small yeah. arenas. I think it's du- purely down to the congestion of games. If you look at the, what the, Panth- uh, the Steelers played last week, they played two hur- really warrior games against Cardiff, yeah. home and away. That takes a lot out of you. Five games in eight days.
1: It's not just the mental uh, physical no, side, it's, it's
4: mental it's as well. and physical and I guess if you time it right and by you know if you watch the interview with Paul Thompson he turns around and says well I would we would have done the same thing yeah Hmm. so I don't think that you know playing in a large rink or small rink made any difference I think it's all about the timing yeah and Panthers of course are on the roll they are the form team and with the result last night I do believe they could well be there on the last game of the season having to beat Cardiff away to win the league
1: yeah just so, so people know in the elite league last night the cardiff devils lost against fife and that means that going into this weekend's games nottingham at home to belfast giants So tomorrow uh, what is it tomorrow uh, the steelers are at home to dundee and then on sunday steelers at coventry panthers go to Brayhead. so a big week here is it is it a three horse race or is it four horse race with belfast giants or belfast do you think a little bit too far out of it
4: now i think it's down to the three if you look at the up and coming fixtures cardiff have got to play belfast twice Panthers have got to play Steelers at least twice and they've also got to play Cardiff twice. So, you yeah, know, these games are going to go around and mm. they're still, you know, with, okay, Steelers got seven games left, Panthers have got nine games left, there's still a lot can happen in just that short time, as well as the Challenge Cup. Well, it'll be
1: a very, very interesting few weeks. We're also setting up a, an ice hockey special in the final month of the uh, uh, season, which is, uh, the end of the season coming quite close. The first weekend in April is the, the first week- finals, yeah, isn't first it? Yeah, first weekend, so uh, yeah. Getting very close, so we'll have one of those one Friday, very very soon, and uh, we'll have that here on Sports Talk. Dave Rose, always great to have you with us on this uh, uh, Friday evening. It is Friday, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. This is it, getting regular thing. <laughs> Friday, is isn't, isn't it? Anything else to, add to the bring to the table? You've not got any dedications or hellos to anybody
4: <laughs> this week. I could have a dedication to all the guys who've gone to Centre Parks.
0: Well, that's
1: the end Interesting, of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to know what for, or <laughs> the reason why. they are gone
4: to have a good time. Well, they, <laughs> again, we don't want to know more about it. Dave Rose, thanks very much My for, pleasure, for as joining always. us
1: tonight here on Sports. So when we come back, we'll talk uh, motorsport uh, with uh, the Birchalls. Uh, but we've got our ticket competition. One of two pairs of tickets for next Saturday's home game for the Stags against Yeovil. All you need to do tonight is tell us uh, when the two sides met in Somerset in October, the Stags beat Yeovil 1-0 with a goal in the 10th minute of second half stoppage time. Who's? scored that goal. Who scored the goal in the, in the tenth minute of second half stoppage time to get to claim what could be three massive points coming to the end of the season for the Stags away at Yeovil back in October. 01623 treble O is the number to call. Call us before 6.45 tonight and you're going to the
0: draw. The winners will be announced at the end of the programme. Mansfield 103.2 Sports with United Carpets and Beds visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield unitedcarpetsandbeds.com
1: Welcome back to Sports Talk here on Mansfield 103.2 don't forget after 6 o'clock we're non-stop stags all the way through we'll be hearing from Junior Daniel uh, Adam Murray, David Cross about the away day the stags fans and we'll also look back at the Dagenham and Redbridge game and ahead to Newport County so all the stags you ever need is after the 6 o'clock bulletin but let's go to motorsports now, shall we? Uh, Mansfield sidecar brothers Ben and Tom Birchall are getting ready to embark on another championship season, but this time they're taking things to a brand new level. Ahead of the Isle of Man TT and the World Championships, they brought in Kev Newton to look after the off-the-track commercial side of what they do. Tony Delahunty sat down with Ben and Kev and started by asking Kev what the plans for 2016
7: are. We're looking at basically going back to the TT and going for a, a a double double so um we've got a lot of investment a lot of new ideas we've started with a clean sheet of paper when i met ben and tom um, basically uh, we've got good funding i brought my experience from my commercial side of working in Sport. um i brought honda to the party so we've got now honda motorcycles actually helping us directly um all the best clothing all locally based uh, everything's basically we're trying to source in mansfield but uh, with the boys manufacturing in Mansfield as well, it's uh, such an exciting project. I've never been so excited, and we're already doing uh, 14 hours a day now. Um, believe it or not, we've been like this since Christmas.
9: Now, what about the TT itself, though? I mean, to, 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 to aim the arrow at the TT as the, the speciality, and then you've also got the, the World Championship as well. But the TT is, people tell me it's hard enough to win it once, never mind twice, three, three times, four times, five times. A double double at the TT, that is not going to be easy because they're also the team to beat aren't they
7: they are um but we've found a lot of little things with with sitting and chatting but yeah without a doubt the tt is something special uh you get goosebumps as soon as you uh, get off the ferry or get off the plane um 37 mile circuit the boys are risking their lives uh it's just it's just mind-blowing but so magical
9: the, the logistics of the TT, though, and the preparation for it, it's going to be different this year because now you're becoming very commercialised as well, aren't you? People are going to see you, the branding's going to be seen, and yeah, you know, you're going to be having a lot of people in the paddock going, that are the virtuals
7: Yeah, we've already done that. Uh, the last round of British Superbikes, we turned up with an Laser truck. So we've gone from uh, uh, looking like new-age travellers with an old coach to... Uh, Basically they're looking like a Formula 1 team now uh, Yeah, three articulated trucks Already booked on for the TT We've had to book a ferries already uh, Get the drivers, get the staff Starting to look for food It's just so much to it Tony But uh, we're already excited We're already, Me and Ben and Tom are already uh, giggling Night like school kids because we can't wait to
9: get there Everybody wants to be a TV star, but the the pictures of of this go to literally millions of people because there are so many different TV channels. I mean, an Eskimo could be watching it and somebody sunbathing Australia we've got people
7: from all over the world it's already sold out Uh, you can't get a flight you can't get a hotel room Uh, it's completely booked up Um, even Valentino Rossi comes across and his words were wow they're all crazy Um, it's just the most magical magical place you could ever want to to be and race that place just comes alive for uh, for two weeks it's uh, very very special
9: a lot of people don't realize you know you just hear the name the Birchalls, they've won a race they finished second got a world championship they haven't this year but with with a machine that goes around up to 200 mile an hour inches from the ground with the tires literally on the limits of adhesion it must be one of the most frightening things in the world to do i mean when you look at these guys i mean do you you not ask yourself at the same time are they sane
7: i've been in a van with him at 30 miles an hour and the what, what people don't realize is the work, the, the homework they've got to do. They've, the, they've got to go over to the island, learn the circuit. I mean, this place takes your life. It's that's. It's a very, very dangerous place to be. So, uh, fair play to him, and uh, he's going around in something that he's actually built himself. It's, uh, it's phenomenal, phenomenal. But yeah, uh, I mean, down Bray Hill, uh, I think. Ben I'll tell you more but they're in they're in the gutter at 160 miles an hour then heading towards a corner we've been in the van with him and saying what speed are you doing through here and it's it, you threw a, a tight corner and it's 130 miles an hour
9: fortunately not in the van <laughs> I'm going to come across it again Then I mean you must have gone through every sort of emotion you've had major crashes that sort of thing but I can see in you that there's, there's something special about this year for you isn't it
10: yeah definitely it you know, this year we, we've, we've still got what we had as in support and friendship and sponsorship that's been rolling on for, for, for year on year, um, you know, and it's fantastic. But hooking up with Kev, it's just brought that next bit for us. And it's took a lot of pressure off me and Tom, allowed us to concentrate on, on the manufacturing side and the preparation side. Um, and then the 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 big bits which are important to people and corporate people Kev's took over and it's, it, it's just given me a, a new lease really because we were sort of my partnership with Klaus Klaffenbock at TT had, had finished and um, I was at a bit of a lull and I'm, it's been good because we've had real good gear, real good equipment um, supplied to us and, and at, at our disposal and was a bit sort of whew, how can we do what we've done on a shoestring, like we do with the World Championship and the British Championship, and and Kev stepped in just at the right time and and helped us. You know, there's no doubt we'd would have been there, come what may. But it's just lifted us up, and and now I've really am excited about it because we've got I've, I've got more than what we had really in 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 terms of machinery and and the the standard of machinery, and, and also the pressures just taken off as you know that that way on, and um, and it's all based around mansfield and you know there's no foreigners involved that i have to sort of adhere to and you know it's like walking in a local it's like going in the brown cow every (laughs) every time we go and it's it's relaxed and i know my experience of racing i know that's worth seconds and minutes let's let's say on a racetrack now, with millions of people now likely to
9: be able to watch and you're carrying the Mansfield branding on your back, on, on the leathers, on the bike, etc., no pressure there then, because <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be coming back in between international rounds or whatever and from the TT and people will be saying, what did you do at that corner? You know, how did you get that wrong? You know, it's, the pressure's there now, isn't it?
10: Yeah, um, but I don't think anybody puts more pressure on themselves than me because I don't do it to ride round, I do it to win. Um, and Tom is exactly the same. And so, yeah, the, there is always pressure. The pressure is to be first, because second, you're first loser.
9: <laughs> now, you are a quiet man and you, you go and have the your, odd your, your occasional beer and that sort of thing. And I know you're very laid back with victories. And what's it going to be like if you become a superstar now? Because you could now actually become known all around the world not just in the motor- motorcycle racing fraternity because the sport's getting bigger it's getting more television it's getting more glam isn't it it's getting more
10: sexy if you like yeah it's definitely sidecar is definitely a turning point and um you know we're, we're spearheading that especially with Kev's involvement in bringing it up to the same level that a, a solo team a british superbike team or a world superbike team is um, Chris Walker's driving a sidecar next year in British sidecar and, you know, that says that he's obviously coming towards the the end of his career but he don't want to finish and it's at a good place, so yeah, I'll take on board whatever's thrown at us, but it won't stop my own chips on a Friday.
1: <laughs> ben Burchill there speaking as well. as Kev Newton, uh, which has confused me because there's a Kev Newton at, at Teversal. Yeah, Hold on, let me sw- switch your
3: mic yeah, on Yeah, Teversal, that's right. Yeah.
1: yeah, I sort of uh, said to him today, you're not that Kev Newton, says, no, 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 not <laughs> a different Kev Newton. Yeah. There are two of them. But it sounds, what they're doing this year, it's, it's interesting, isn't it, getting themselves more
3: professional looking. Yeah, most definitely, when he was talking about how they turn up for <laughs> weekends or whatever, you know, instead of being the new age travellers, yeah, you know, to be, you know, the, the real professional look if you like and you know, it's great that they've been chosen by the governing body to really mm. lead the uh, sort of switch if you like to is it 600 i think they're going down to yeah. over two seasons if you like and the fact they went to them got them back on board to take part in the world championships as well as the british and the t- iron man tts etc mm. fantastic news and I think the rebranding is not a bad idea. Get the name Mansfield out there rather than be virtual racing. You know, Team Mansfield. I know it's been done, of course, in football (laughs) a while ago, but it can't hurt, can it, to have the word Mansfield all the time being branded.
1: And it shows as well that there's more to sport than Mansfield Town in Mansfield, and we should really just, you know, you know, celebrate all these great Mansfield sporting stars that we have.
3: Yeah, which, we, you know, more people ought to do, because you, you, you back at the end of last year, you know, there were two sort of major awards, if you like, one of the council runs the sports awards, mm-hmm. there's also the armchair club, and they get involved and back the various other sportsmen and women and boys and girls, if you like, in, in the area. And it is something to be celebrated, because there are so many of them, and so many of them are unsung, if you like, and nobody knows about them. So
1: how do you feel, I mean, the... They're going back into the World Championships this year, aren't they, sir? So? Yeah. And that's they need to be in that, don't they? Despite oh. all, the, all the arguments that they had last year, they said yeah, they, they were worried safety about and safety yeah. and all that sort of thing. They need to be back oh, of in course, Of course
3: you do. It's like any sport. If you're not competing mm. at, at the very highest level, it's going to pass you by eventually. It's all right being involved in you know national championships, winning national British titles, going to the TT, which for some people is the Holy Grail rather than the World Championships, let's be honest. Yeah. But you've got to be involved, and I say when they come knocking on your door to get you involved, you, you snap the hands, you really snap both the hands off, and now of course with the, the new branding, so the new look, the team Man sealed, the commercial side of it, you know, looking to attract more sponsors, more involvement, it's fantastic news for them.
1: And don't forget, Motorsport is back every Monday night with Matt Edwards, Chequered Flag. Uh, that is back for the start of the new Motorsport sports season. Uh, tonight on Sports Talk, we've got one of two pairs of tickets for you to get win for next Saturday's home game for the Stags against Yeovil. Uh, just uh, telling you uh, when the two sides met in Somerset in October, the Stags of course won uh, 1-0 with a goal in the 10th minute of second half stoppage time. Who scored that goal for the Stags? Plenty of got it right so far, but there's still uh, a lot of space for you to get involved if you want to win those tickets. 0162366000, call us before 6.45 tonight, and you go into the draw and the winners will be announced at the end of the programme.
0: Mansfield 103 2. 2 sports With United Carpets and Beds. Visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield. UnitedCarpetsAndBeds.com
1: Sports Talk on this Friday night, six minutes past six then. So let's get talking the stags. What we do, Tim, don't we? Because in recent past... On the ball has disappeared the traditional has, yep. music from uh, uh, the entrance for all As home the players games. players come
3: out, that's right, yep. yep. So what
1: we've done is we've started this uh, uh, what, what, can you call it a campaign? I don't know <laughs> if you can <laughs> call it that. We just play on the ball uh, every, yep. every week to try and get it going yep. and get it back on. So yep. let's do on the ball, shall we?
0: <laughs> Hold on.
3: <laughs> Trevor's got it in what uh,
0: What's spider? this? <laughs> this
1: isn't on the ball, is it?
3: Somebody's been in and tampered with your tapes. <laughs> it's
1: the new music, it.
3: Adam Murray's been in the studio, oh, not I'll tell you, I'm <laughs> going to have a word with him next time <laughs> <laughs> I see him.
1: Can't believe it. Gets everywhere, doesn't he?
3: Blah, who could argue with him? get rid of that.
1: <laughs> no, I'll find it, I'll find it. Talk some of your souls a little bit. <laughs> Here we go. Ah! <laughs> You can't stop us. Here's on the ball. It's time to
3: talk stags. The good old sounds.
1: So let's talk about the week that was for the stags then.
3: Uh, Tim, good one in the end, really. Fantastic week. I have to say, I went home last Saturday, the happiest I've been for a long, long time, with the overall feeling of the football club. But well, you
11: went
3: 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, terrific play second half. We could have scored 10, 12 goals in the second half and that's not exaggerating. The announcement by John Radford that, you know, he's freezing season ticket prices. Very welcome. But actually, when you read his column and in it he said he was going to try and discuss with the board to even reduce them for next season. Yeah. Got to be a move that's welcome by everybody because it shows, I mean, some people argue they're too high anyway. But regardless of that, the fact that he's listening and the fact that he's trying to reduce them. Absolutely fantastic oh, Well, someone's
1: still huffing puffing about it, saying, well, still the, the, the cheap one is the most expensive cheap ticket in League Two, so I don't yeah, see why we'd call which... it a, a, a triumph. No, is what I, I agree, saying. but yeah. the fact
3: that he's going to talk about reducing them, that, yeah. for me, is the uh, interesting thing, if you like, the really, really good news. F- and also the fact that... We're doing really well on the pitch, Adam is strengthening the squad, but he, he doesn't feel he needs to raise admission prices to get money in to back Adam, if you like. You know, we mm. talked about a few weeks ago when the um, the AGM and the uh, annual report, etc., you know, we're becoming self-sufficient, if you like, and whatever, however John is managing to do it, it it's terrific news, because he's not having to throw money at it, and at the same time, we're getting better on the pitch. It's a win-win situation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what happens, I'm sure the uh, the ticket prices, uh, th- as we go t- towards it, I mean, he said no matter what the uh, they will, they stay will the be same, as they, or they on could now, go down. and
3: he's having a meeting with his fellow directors, and you know, mm. his hope to, to reduce them. And, and I think they ought to reduce them. If you like, whether or not that will get more people in, I don't know, because at the end of the day, there's so many other things taking people's time nowadays.
1: News off the field. There, then on the field, Mansell Town were at home to bottom club Dagenham and Redbridge last Saturday, and the question was, could the match be as thrilling as the game earlier in the season at Victoria Road, which <laughs> the Stags won four three? Well, the answer was yes, it could.
6: Dagenham can come forward here now. Stagg
8: signal the retreat. Widdison joins the attack, plays it across the racing goal, but slammed into the back of the net by Dagenham and Redbridge. It was whipped in low, a tenacious ball, and there was Hawkins, we believe,
6: at the far post. And he takes the free kick from inside the center circle, headed across the penalty area by Tabasoli. Slammed into the net.
8: By No chance. sent forward through midfield. Youssef's behind the defence. Youssef will shoot and score. And Youssef the superstar has given Mansfield Town the lead three quarters of the way into this contest. He raced away from the Daggers defence and his shot was well planted from 10 yards. tagging him through the middle and been brought down. And- who has won the spot kick. It's a red card as well. Mansfield Town are oh, down to 10 men here and Christian Pierce is the man, adjudged to have pulled back Jamie Curriton on route to goal. 38 minutes into the second period Jamie Curriton has the chance from the spot. Curriton versus Shearer and he's wide. Oh he's missed! Why?! Curriton has completely Is intact Blair bursting through the middle he's got green to his right he uses green to finish it yes it's there Mona well forward into the penalty area. Good cross towards the back post. Curiton puts it into the net. It's 3-2. Curiton onside. The referee blasting the whistle there as Curiton tries to get the ball from the back of the net. So Curiton, who missed the penalty on 84, has pulled it back for Dagenham and Redbridge. What a finish we have on here. Jodie Jones. Good ball into the box. And a saved superbly by Shea with the header, Shearer saving on the goal line, denying Dagenham of a late leveller. The crowd urging for that whistle to be blown, and it is, in an action-packed thriller, Mansfield Town ending the game with 10 men of beaten bottom club Dagenham and Redbridge by three goals to two.
1: think you can tell in Mark Stevenson's voice there, just (laughs) couldn't believe what he'd seen, especially in that last 10 minutes. That's right, last 10 minutes
3: minutes was absolutely crazy but we're just talking off air, you go away after the game thinking there's so many things to talk about, so many Mm. positives. You know Matty Blair, best game for the Stags for me by by a long way. He looks confident on the ball now, he's running at defenders, I know it helped on Saturday, last Saturday when he scored his goal, of course, you know, it breathes confidence but before that he was probably for me the best player and afterwards, you know, he set up green at the end and then you look at Scott Shearer, what a decision by Adam Murray to re- Rest Jensen or drop him, whatever the decision was, and to bring back Shearer, who'd only vital started save, the first time. Vital save in the last minute, and you go back to the previous home game, mm. save two penalties. I mean, you know, it's, it's, at the moment, Adam Murray, you know, for me, isn't doing much wrong at all, and yet, as he went off at half time, as he gave his interviews after <laughs> the game, he said he's still got people moaning at him. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, he, I understand the frustration when we were 1-0 down at mm. half-time, but the way we'd been playing, which wasn't particularly good in the first half, didn't suggest we were going to lose. You always felt confident we would improve, and that's what happened. And to be fair to Adam Murray, he sent the players out really early for the second half. Mm. He obviously told them, go out there, and put it right, and they did.
1: Mm. It was interesting, when we spoke to Adam Murray on Monday, we'll be hearing him part of his uh, press conference from Monday shortly here on Manchester 1 and 3.2 in Sports Talk, uh, he said that, having looked back at the DVD, he said He'd been pretty uh, scathing of his team's first t- half performance. Yeah. But I mean, look at what said. We, we actually well, weren't that just, bad in
3: the first half. Well, that's my point. You know, we weren't you know, we weren't pulling up trees like we did in the second half and yeah. creating chance after chance after chance. But we weren't that bad. You know, it was probably a, a nil-nil at halftime. But it worked, didn't yeah. it? Giving them a flea in the ear and sending them out early. Christian Pierce sending off. Now, no, right, is this, is, head, is, yes. this is <laughs> the one that you were scratching
1: your head about yes. then. Uh, he was uh, sent off for what was in the end denying a goal-scoring opportunity. So it's nothing to do with it being a penalty right. or anything and like that. And let's just
3: get that out of the way. It wasn't a penalty. It wasn't a penalty. The offence, if you, if there was or wasn't an offence, mm. was outside the area, mm. so it wasn't a penalty. But that doesn't affect in it any way the Christian exactly. Clears red card. Exactly,
1: because uh, what it was was he was denying a goal-scoring opportunity. Now there's been. Uh, debates about this all week. Yep. I've seen it on social media talking about whether he was the last man, whether there was contact, yep. whether Curiton moved into Pierce rather than the other way round. Right. And we heard from Adam Murray, we're, going to, we're looking at appealing this, they did appeal it, and the appeal was rejected yep. earlier on this week. So I it's a I think it's much a very, f-
3: very fine line. You look at it in slow motion, and it's one of those that could go either way, as in the decision in the first place. Mm. I could sort of see why Adam Morey wanted to appeal, because, you know, he's probably getting fed up with decisions going against him. But, for me, the key thing was the players' reaction around at the mm. time suggested they all thought it probably is a foul, it probably is, you know, they, they were arguing against the penalty, but they, they didn't seem to be arguing against the fact that it was a foul. Now, whether Curiton won the foul or it was a foul, doesn't matter because mm. as we saw with the Jamie Vardy incident a few weeks earlier, and lots of players and ex-players are saying it doesn't matter whether you sort of run into the leg or you win the foul. Yeah. Was it a foul? And for me it did look like it was a foul by Christian Pearce. Was he the last man? Debatable, but he probably would have got a shot away. so he, well, did, he was he getting ready to shoot, it, wasn't he? So it? he did deny him goal scoring opportunity you have to say and the point about the appeal for me is you very rarely win appeals unless it's black and white well that's it the, the, the footage like, has got to show exactly, hasn't it and the... it didn't for mm. me that's why i was slightly surprised the club appealed and it's a bit like in cricket in umpires call if you like if the umpire or in this case the referee has made a decision it's got to be a massive change for, like to overturn that decision mm. and looking back at the video didn't suggest that was ever going to happen so it
1: means christian pierce will miss the two games uh, yep. newport tomorrow yeovil a week yeah, he on, didn't on get Saturday. Any, any
3: extra game for the band which no. showed the FA obviously didn't think it was a friv- frivolous appeal, mm. and there was merit in it. But it's just something you're never going to win as a club. Does that affect at the back? Because uh, how did it line up in the end? Because we
1: were re- we were sort of talking we, before yep. kick off on Saturday whether it was going to be three at the back or or four yes. at the back. Was it was well, three it,
3: at the back. It was three at the back. Yeah, yeah and, th- and then the two wing backs with the uh, new guy on, on one side and Mal Benning, who once again looks as though he's ne- never been away on, on the on the other side. It was an interesting at times you have to have the new guy alfei he, alfei, he looked, yeah. alfei looked really good going forward but for me in the wing back position we just looked a little bit vulnerable mm. at times in that position and whether or not adam murray also thinks that and we'll go back to a flat back four well, I, this I will force his hand won't it i wouldn't be surprised that's right yeah mm. uh, presumably you know collins will come like you say in, into the middle
1: and alfei will be right back and yeah. bending, bending at left back yeah Is that pretty much how you see it uh well. That's pretty much where it's got to be, isn't it? It is. It?
3: It's interesting, of course. So with, with the signing or re-signing or whatever you want to call loan signing, where's he going to fit in? <laughs>
1: Well, we'll find out and we'll hear from Junior Daniel yep. very shortly here on Mansfield 103.2. We'll get Tim's thoughts on that. It seems like the old Ken Wagstaff will be signing <laughs> <even> soon, <laughs> won't he? <laughs> McKenzie
2: will
3: bring him back as well,
1: we? <laughs> well. It was great to see Junior back. We'll be hearing yeah, from I'll him guess. very, very shortly. Sports Talk here on Mansfield 103.2. do two. We've got our ticket competition tonight. One of two pairs of tickets for next Saturday's home game for the Stags against Yeovil. Uh, when the two sides met in Somerset in October, Stags won 1-0 with a goal in the 10th minute A second half stoppage time. Who scored that goal? Call us 01623 oh That's 016 six two three treble six treble oh I think it was a, a header wasn't it and not very often that this
3: player gets a header that's it. right and and also at the time we were, we moan about the amount of injury time given against us in quotes you know mm. on this occasion <laughs> we were minutes. thankful for it yeah. yeah
1: Oh one six two three treble six treble oh call us now you're going to the draw and the winners will be announced at the end of the program when we come back we'll be hearing from junior Daniel
0: about uh well his return to the stags yeah. Mansfield 103.2 Sports with United Carpets and Beds visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield UnitedCarpetsAndBeds.com Sports Talk on this
1: Friday evening, me Jason Harris and Tim Morris in the studio as well, We'll we're hearing from Adam Murray and from London and South East Stag's David Cross because a decision's been made, Tim on the away day, final day dress, fancy (laughs) dress thing me Bob and the decision is? Well, we'll find out, won't we? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to Sports Talk and you'll find out, or unless you've been on Stag's Net or anywhere and you'll probably yeah, know the answer. Now, right? yeah. <laughs> anyway, within two <laughs> or three days of being seen as a spectator at Mansfield Town's home game with Dagenham and Redbridge, Junior Daniel was back at the club 18 months after leaving for League One side Port Vale. Uh, the wingers come back from there until the end of the season, and he told Mark Stevenson that it's great to be back.
2: feels good to see a few old faces and some, some new ones as well, but yeah, it feels, feels good. I've been welcomed in uh, quite nicely and yeah, it feels good. What's changed here? Um, well, I'm not saying a bad word about anyone but in the past, but it's, uh, it feels a lot more professional. A lot of things have changed since I've, since I've, since I've been away, but yeah, it's, it does. there's a buzz around the place and it does feel a lot more professional. Why did you want to come back? Um, well, I, the manager, I know I know him, i played with him before as well and he's a, he's a, he's a good guy and I know he wants to do well and I, hopefully I can come in and do well for him and, and the team. What are your memories from
6: your last spell here, a very successful spell?
2: Um, obviously the promotion, the fans. The fans were great when 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 we were, um, when we got when we got promoted. The Tamworth game, the Tamworth away game, and the Chesterfield away game comes to mind. But yeah, obviously, so it's a great it's a great club, and hopefully if we can get promoted this year, then I think we, I think we can go places.
6: Why Tamworth away and Chesterfield away? Those two games you singled out as being particularly memorable.
2: Um, the Tamworth one was a big one. I think it was we um, was unbeaten and. Um, to go there and get, we needed a win. So to get a win there and the fans were just great, even after the whistle had gone, we, you could hear them singing all the way to the train station. So yeah, it was, a, it was a good atmosphere.
6: What have you heard about Adam Murray, the manager? You knew him as a player, but what about as Adam Murray, the football manager?
2: Um, he just expects the best um, the best from all his players and he he wants he wants you to put in 100% every game and anything less than that, I think he's gonna try and, he's gonna push you to get the, um, to get a, a, the maximum out of you. So yeah. And since you're last
6: here, how have you altered as a footballer?
2: Um, I think playing in, in a, a higher higher division has helped me a lot um, playing with different players as well from playing at Mansfield in the conference and League 2 so yeah I think I've, I've progressed as a player. How's your time been at Port Vale? I enjoyed it. It's been a good time. Obviously, I've been in and out of the team, but when I've been in the team, and I, I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time there.
6: Is your contract up with them this summer? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yep. So it's a possibility that you might be looking for uh, a club perhaps nearer to your home in Nottingham?
2: Yeah, I'm, 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 Yeah, like I say, I'm not, I'm not going to be there next season, so see what happens. Summarise
6: this for me. What were the key factors in your moving here again, Junior?
2: Um, obviously, knowing the players and the manager, the manager is a big, a big part of me moving here, so,
6: yeah. What do you want to achieve in this, your second spell with Mansfield?
2: If we can get promotion here, um, again, like we did um, from the conference to League 2, I think that will be a great achievement. Because I've come in today and this, the buzz around the place, it's, it's, it feels like a really, good, a really good time for the club at, at the minute. How's that left foot these days? <laughs> it's the same, it's still got a lot of power in it, so hopefully I can um, get my shots off and get a few goals for Mansfield.
6: Another guy with a lot of power in his left foot is Mel Benning you perhaps don't know him but uh, have you seen any of his goals so far this season
2: Yeah since I, since I left Mansford I' have kept a close eye on Mansford I hope I've just I've hoping they've been doing well and I don't know Mel on a, on a personal level but I've seen a couple of his free kicks and his a couple of his goals and yeah he looks like a really good player.
6: What were your first impressions of the squad? Because you trained for the first time today on Monday morning.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like I say, the, everyone's welcome. me with open arms really and everyone just seems really friendly and I'm just happy to be here.
1: So there we go. That was Junior Daniel there speaking, uh, Tim, about uh, his move back uh, yep. from Port Vale. Was it a big surprise? I mean, was it was at the game last yes. Saturday and then all the, all the talk started, didn't That's it? That's
3: right. You know, uh, after the game, Adam Murray gave an interview, you know, and uh, mentioned he was looking to strengthen the squad, dropped the name out, you know, and within a few hours, it, it, the deal's done and dusted. Slightly surprised because, you, you know, you look at the left side and obviously... We know benning has been injured and what when he didn't play, you have to say that coincided with a bad realm, there's no doubt about that. But we brought Kavanaugh in, you know, to play on the left hand side as well. So yeah. it, it was a surprise, no doubt about it. But is it a good thing? Well, we know what he can do. He was extremely solid. You know, he scored a few goals over the two years he was here with us. You know, he's got a powerful left foot. It definitely helps when you have a proper left-footed player on the left-hand side like with Benning. There's Mm. no doubt about it. And then we've got at the moment Blair, who, as I said earlier, is only getting better and better on the right-hand side. We know he won't let us down. He knows the club, he clearly wants to play for us and be here, and he's been inspired by Adam Murray, like so many others at the moment, so I think it can only, can only be a good thing to strengthen the squad. Interesting that he's out of contract at the end of the season. Yep. Uh, we've heard
1: Adam Murray saying he's, he's wanting to start to build for next season, we've already seen it with Baxendale, Alfay yep. is also out of uh, contract at Swansea, there's talk of probably him coming permanently. That's, that's, that's right, well he's certainly
3: say... done enough so far yeah. to suggest that, yeah.
1: Is, is, are we beginning to see this? Is Daniel probably another one that we, we think is, Adam's bringing him with a mind to sign what? him in permanently you'd think so wouldn't you because I mean, it fits
3: adam murray's way of exactly playing, it? you know, he's a, a ball-playing player, <laughs> that sounds stupid I know, but you know <laughs> he's not you know a kick and rush player, he's yeah. got a bit more than that about him, plus he can score goals, so he didn't, probably didn't score quite enough for the talent he's got in the previous two years he was here, mm. but he certainly can be lethal with that left foot and you want to see goals coming from all areas, not just one person you know, because we, we said at the start of the season if Matt Green doesn't get 20 where are the goals going to come from well yeah. they are being spread out now and that's great to see.
1: Port Vale fans seemed a bit split down the middle by yep. Junior, some <laughs> are saying he was a, a great player for them, others saying perhaps he wasn't League One standard
3: so yeah. you know, that's the thing though, know, isn't it with, with wide players you're always going to get that you're never going to mm. get somebody be, you know with the fans be 100% behind them and think Wayne think the Wayne yeah, Corden exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, some speed, of the yeah. flack Wayne Corden used to get that's mm. right and, and, and he's probably he, been one of the best wingers now, now look back on him you know in yeah. nostalgia saying what a great player he was but you're right at the time he took his, his first share of stick <laughs> yeah. so do you think
1: we'll see him go straight in tomorrow it's going to be interesting to see what the
3: lineup is tomorrow. That's Right, It'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, will he go slightly more defensive away from home, or will he? You know, go. Certainly, I think have to go for a flat back four. You're mm. right because of the suspension. But then after that, who knows? I mean, as you said to me before the game last Saturday, what will the formation be? <laughs> and we didn't really we, ha- have we didn't much have a of a scooby. clue. That's right. No. Yeah, will Jack Thomas come back in? You know, he did really well at Oxford a few weeks ago, and then yeah. he's not he's not been to be seen. Mitchell Rose wasn't even a sub last Saturday. You know i'd like to see him back in the squad you know in, in the amongst the subs if not as an in starting stag
1: sixth in the table after the midweek games of course yep. we're now seeing it like next week we're not playing because uh, that game with stevenage yep. was moved to january where everybody else is playing That's right. uh, so it's, we've got a few midweeks now where we're watching sort of nervously on and seeing whether the stags can stay in the top seven whilst yep. everybody else plays their games yeah
3: i don't think it's time yet to get too worried if we drop out the playoff positions because mm. you know what if you worry about that when you get to the last two or three games when you can't do anything about it i think the big worries about it big, then, exactly it? the big concern if you like for me now is we've got to beat a team in the top half of the table because if we don't we're probably not going to get in the playoffs now yeah. but before that let's just win the each game as it comes along you know newport the next game Diffi- going to be difficult, just like Dagenham last week. We said it was mm. a poten- potential Bananas game, because clubs at the bottom, at this stage in the season, are scrapping for absolutely everything, so they're going to give that little bit more effort, because they haven't got much time to put it right, just as we were doing this time last year.
1: Look at the midweek games uh, that took place. Uh, uh, we had Accrington, they won yep. their game. Just. <laughs> just. Uh, FC Wimbledon beat Carlisle. I think that was a game which, either way, the Stags would have won, because it's, it's moved Carlisle exactly. further away. Uh, but uh, Portsmouth lost to at Barnet.
3: That, that was the bonus mm. in the week, and you're probably always going to get one of those when all your rivals are playing, but you can't can't really, hand on heart, expect none of them to pick up points. That's Mm -hmm. not realistic.
1: No. well we'll find out what happens this next week when we're all sat twiddling with thumbs tuesday night yeah. but it was good to get i think it probably oh. in the end we, we all questioned the idea of bringing that game forward but now it's helped well, a lot because it means definitely. our players will be th- uh, fresher again for next
3: saturday bigger recovery time yeah and for me i'm looking I know, you look forward to every game but i think the portsmouth home game coming up soon is going to be fantastic hmm.
1: well and of course we've got uh, unrivaled coverage of everything uh, between now and the end of the season with the stags we've got exclusive commentary tomorrow of the stags away at newport county at rodney parade when we come back after this short break. We'll have the weekly prize draw results. We'll hear from Adam Murray and from Stag's fan David Cross, head of the uh, last away day at fancy dress. The decision has been made on that. We've got our ticket competition as well. Uh, line still open. One of two pairs of tickets uh, for next Saturday's home game for the Stag's against Yeovil. Just tell us who scored the winner, the only goal of the game in the tenth minute of second half stoppage time when the Stag's won down at Yeovil in October. 01623 66600. 01623 treble callers before 6.45 for going to the draw. We're next, uh, we've got the weekly prize draw and Adam Murray.
0: Mansfield 103.2 Sports with United Carpets and Beds. Visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield. (laughs) UnitedCarpetsAndBeds.com
1: Welcome back to Sports Talk then here on Mansfield 103.2. Let's go through this week's Mansfield Town Weekly Prize Draw results, sponsored by the Mansfield Mobility Centre. The prizes this week can get a full list of winners on the club's website, which is mansfieldtown.net. But these are the 15 winners this time round. First of all, a bottle of wine, courtesy of Mansfield Manor Hotel, goes to 10382. That's Graham Campbell. A bottle of wine from the sponsors, Mansfield Mobility Centre, 1131 Stephen Allen. A free round of golf for one person at Mansfield Golf Club in Mansfield, believe it or not, at 615, Deb Denby. Mansfield Town Football in the community voucher, 1092, that's Weaves. A family pass for Water Meadows in Mansfield, 940, Gary Spencer. A meal voucher to the value of £15 at the Black Bull in Mansfield, 792. This week's winner, that's Rich Harris. A meal for two at the railway in Mansfield, 1075, that's Bryn. Two bar meals at the King's Arms Pop Inn in Mansfield 6.46 that's Sid well done Sid a £10 Indian Mint Mill Voucher courtesy of the Mint Indian Restaurant in Mansfield 9.46 and that's KHD Sunday lunch two courses for two people at the Lakeside in Plesley 8.93 that's Barbara £20 meal Voucher in the Crown and Anchor Bar and Restaurant in Mansfield 9.77 Cuno Cunningham £25 Voucher for Frankie and Benny's 9.90 that's Tezza congratulations Tezza and the top three this week meal for two voucher in the Sandy Pate Sports Bar 969. That's Ian Spud. Two match day tickets 1044. That's Jake. And the first prize this week of £200 goes to 459. That's Stephen Marshall. Well, then Stephen, you've won the £200 this week. To claim your prize, simply call in at the Stags ticket office. You must have your winning ticket with you when you go to claim your prize. In you call 01623 482, 482 to have your own regular number and play automatically from just £1 a week. That's this week's Mansfield Town Weekly Prize draw results sponsored by the Mansfield Mobility Centre. And we have those at around about this time every week here on Mansfield 103.2. Still plenty to come between now and seven here on Sports Talk. Uh, Morris's minute moan is coming up shortly. He says he's, he's going after somebody. High a up, lord high of the up. realm yeah, i yep. oh, dread to think who it's going to be <laughs> i hope it's somebody that's not that can hire some hitmen or anything
3: <laughs> like that <laughs> otherwise i won't be here next week yeah <laughs> which is probably a good thing actually yeah.
1: well, we'll wait and see we'll see, we'll see what the what the, uh, the punters at home think of that yeah. as well we've also got the sports talk predictor. Uh, not too bad a week for you tim i don't
3: think in the end yeah, yeah. i actually got one right correct prediction First My time word. ever, I think. <laughs>
1: yes, I think the, the moon's turned blue, <laughs> yeah. hell's frozen over, and there are <laughs> the pigs flying all right, over yeah. uh, East Midlands uh, uh, East Midlands airport. Right, let's move on, shall we? Uh, Man's town striker, uh, um, Adi Youssef, capped uh, a strange week for him last Saturday. Fine goal in the win over Dagenham and Redbridge. Uh, the youngster had found himself in the national media after allegations from Plymouth fans he'd spent a penny in front of them whilst warming up as a sub in a match there. Asked Ag's boss, Adam Murray, if there'd been any repercussions following what happened
5: last week. It's like wearing a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) Um, no obviously it was blown out worse than it was he'd he'd followed the Plymouth players to where they'd gone the toilet he'd asked the steward look the chain because at Plymouth the change rooms a million miles away and it was in the middle of the game so if he was due to go on he would have been somewhere around the ground somewhere so he followed the Plymouth players he asked the steward am I okay to go no one could see him they've they've caught him coming out from behind the stand and someone obviously said something which we respect Um, we've told Addy look Next time, go to the toilet and, and take the punishment from, from me for, for not being available to go on for that, that five minutes. But um, we've cleared it up at our end. We're waiting to hear from the FA. Um, we've took the step of getting our own um, portaloo yeah, next, the, to the, the Street, yeah. next to the dugout, so if anyone needs to go, they can go. Um, so, yeah, he topped off an event for a week. Is it a regular problem shall we say for
1: players we'll this well I <laughs> hope so. during games and things like that i mean as a, as a player yourself was that
5: a, no. a it's tough it's tough if you it's it's a uh, you need to hydrate don't you to get yeah. peak performance and if you um if you hydrate too much then you need to go to the toilets where the human body works so um <laughs> i think it was it gary Lineker that weighed himself on the pitch he did worse than that, worse than that. oh he pooed himself on the <laughs> pitch <laughs> would well, be we better, not, we better not tell the lads out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be having potties on the side of the pitch now. There you go. Instead of the spin bikes, we'll have potties. Um, have Have the other players been literally taking the pee out of him? Well, he's um, he's known as the serial peer now. <laughs> no, he's. Um, I say it he was blown out in the press of probably a little bit more. I don't know, they made it sound seedy and as if, like, he ran around the pitch naked, like, Whoa. he needed the toilet, and he, he thought he'd, he'd done the right procedure, he'd followed the home team's players, he'd asked the stewards, can I go? And he got the nod, so he, he, he was desperate to go to the toilet, so. But, Let's um, talk about
1: on the pitch, I mean, he, he got a goal on, on Saturday again, he does that, doesn't he? I mean, that's great what, what Adi Yusuf can do, I mean, his, his goals to chances ratio must be, must be sky high.
5: Yeah, I mean, he, as there's... The scottish people would say he he always gets into these wee situations then he
1: had to get
5: that one joking aside he's um he scores goals he, if he doesn't score he creates if he doesn't create he sets someone up um it's just a fitness issue isn't it that's the thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's... is that a mystery or are we getting there with it? Because I think everybody would love to see how to use it. We're more. getting there because he's played 45 minutes on Saturday. Mm. And yeah, at times it doesn't make me laugh because it frustrates me. But every time he, does, he scores a goal or he sets a goal up, he'll have 10 minutes where the enthusiasm <laughs> and the euphoria of it means so much to him. He just loses total control of his body and he can't breathe and he can't see. And um, we're learning, it's a learning curve for him. He's, he's uh he's been out of the professional game a long time and when he was in he he only had three professional games so he's a baby um so it's a learning curve for him he can't do any more fitness wise off the pitch Mm. he's one of these uh, he he does extra work he's constantly in the gym he's got a personal trainer he works with strength and dt the strength and conditioning coach constantly he wants to learn he wants to get fit the big thing that's going to improve him is game time Mm. um because you can't replicate match situations now he only gets game time by playing and the the situation for us has been we can't afford you not to breathe while we're trying to win three points so we've had to do it at the right time Um, but it's got better, it's got a lot lot better Um, us not having a reserve team has sacrificed that because he hasn't been able to get regular games weekly so he had to learn on the, on the job, he had to get fitter on the job, and, and that's coming. But I thought he was superb on Saturday, best I've seen him. He's not just his goals, but his hold-up play, his intelligence. Now he's getting a lot better tactically, coming so much more aware. Um, he's going to be an asset for the football club. I imagine that um, he's got a price on his head at the minute, so I imagine as, as time goes on, that'll get bigger, and that can only
3: bear a while for, for the club.
1: Talking a bit about Adi Yusuf there, a light-hearted look at what had been going on, because that's the only way you can really look at it, isn't it? You've
3: got to treat it light-heartedly, and I'm left scratching my head again, you know, for the first (laughs) time today, you know, who made the complaint, why? Mm. You know, we've said that at the time. Had 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 they lost, Mm. you you, you know, you can understand somebody being vindictive, not when they'd won the game, as Plymouth Mm. hadn't easily won that game, relatively speaking. Very straight decision. And, you know, as it's now turned out, you're saying he asked first, you know, did what everybody else does, why somebody chose to make a complaint very straight and not right you know it's yeah. not fair
1: we haven't heard anything from the FA yet so hopefully they've decided that there's yeah. no real any no further case to answer, that's right, yeah. and the club themselves have done everything they could the, the exactly, installation yeah. of a, <laughs> a porter cabin next yeah. to the Bishop Street stand as well I'm sure many a time one of the players has hopped Just around behind, the, back there of the, stand and behind there.
3: the boards or whatever I'm sure yeah the club have done the right thing going back to on the pitch mm. what a fantastic goal he scored because <laughs> you have to, the biggest compliment I think I can say is the way he took it reminds me more of Matt Green if you like yeah the way he moved the ball so quickly from his feet and finish it. You know, as he as he bursts through, you're thinking, oh, what's going to happen now? Is he going to, you know, put it wide, put it over, straight at the keeper? And before you had a chance to really think about it, the ball was in the back <laughs> of the net. It was amazing. He took it so early. Yeah. Terrific and, finish.
1: And, and it's interesting you hear from, from Adam Murray there. You feel that the, the problem with Adi Youssef, even though he looks like he gets physically tired, it's yep. not his fitness that's the problem. It could be a, a mental aspect of it and how he approaches games and the euphoria of scoring a goal may affect him sort of mentally and
3: sort of cloud
1: his judgement. Yeah. Yeah. as it were, of how he's feeling.
3: Tire him out, perhaps. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a strange one because, I mean, a lot of the fans have been saying throughout the season they'd like to see more of him, but they can all all clearly see, like Adam Murray can, he gets tired too easily. You know, mm. he, he's not fit enough for whatever reason to play the 90 minutes. It, it is a, a real strange one. And for somebody who obviously clearly loves playing football, as he, as he does, he doesn't... Want to pass up this opportunity yeah. he's got at the moment? You know he needs to sort it out somehow, and the club are obviously doing the best for him to try and do that because mm. he could be a really good asset for us in the run in and help to get us into the playoffs. He, he could be the difference. You know, somebody else along alongside Matt Green putting the ball in the net regularly. I think Pete, I think fans have taken them to his years. Oh, heart, definitely, heart, he's, he's definitely. A, yeah, yeah. One, he's not one of our own. He's one of the heroes of, the, of this season so far, mm. and he's somebody the fans like to cheer with. And talking about the fans, I thought they were terrific last Saturday, even when it went to goal down. there were one or two grumbles, of course, were in for but basically the fans stuck with them and mm. particularly in the in the second half they you know they were excited by the exciting football and then carried them over the line at the end after the sending off and the nail-biting injury time
1: let's move on shall we uh, to because uh, we're running out of time quite quickly again tonight here on this uh, sports talk and let's hear from uh, david cross shall we? the votes have been counted and verified I feel like i'm on big brother <laughs> or something like that uh, x factor or something uh, we now know what the stags fans will be dressing up as for their final away game of the season which is at leighton orient on april the 30th could be a big game game that as well, yes. uh, the way things are shaping up. Uh, there'll be no Borats or Minions this time round, as Dave Cross from London and South East Stags told me earlier this week.
11: The winner was Vikings, uh, however we have expanded it towards a, a Denmark theme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what would that add to it then?
11: Um, it just gives wider scope, I think. Vikings is sort of very, very limited, so uh, the Danish theme we can extend it to if people just want to go and wave a flag. I think um, bearing in mind that that Vikings option won, I think it shows the influence that Brian Jensen has had on the fans this season. Just a bit. Was it a clear winner? It certainly was, yes. There was a lot of interest in that one. I think the Stags onesies were were trying to run a close second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting, though, that Brian Jensen isn't in the side in the last few weeks. You'll be hoping that he will get himself back in there for that game.
11: It would certainly be helpful, wouldn't it? But um, I, I can't imagine that... To, seeing that the, the vote was going for the Vikings auction and he suddenly got dropped from the squad but uh, <laughs> there we go uh,
1: And uh, was it a good response? Did you get a, a very good response to the uh, to, to the poll?
11: Uh, we did, yes um, the, the stag set was, it was the main contributor uh, to, uh, to the responses but uh, other social media platforms were, were just as, uh, as viable as uh, providing plenty of opportunities
1: I suppose you get it done now as well so it gives people a chance to get themselves ready for it
11: it does, yes. Obviously, we're talking the end of April, so there is a there is a window now that people can uh, can start to, to think about what they might want to do.
1: And it might be a, an important game as well because this season it's turning out that there's something to play for, isn't there?
11: Well, there'd be something to play for for Leighton Orient. We'll already be a short promotion by then.
1: <laughs> oh, fair enough. You're that <laughs> confident, are you, at the moment? <laughs> well,
11: you, you have to get you have to go into it confident, don't you? Surely.
1: Are you uh, surprised at where the Stags are in the table? To be honest, David, I think every, uh, the vast majority of Stags fans are.
11: I, I am. Uh, very much surprised. I, I was sadly anticipating a, a season of struggle, um, much like last season finished. So uh, I'm more than delighted that when I look at the red button, I don't have to scroll down to page <laughs> two of two.
1: <laughs> don't we all, don't we all. And we don't have to scroll even further to, to go to the conference. Those were bad days. Uh, just oh, we, we don't talk about those days. No, we, they've forgotten now, consigned to history. Uh, what else is happening with London and South East Stags at the moment? I mean, we've had a, quite a few London games recently. Uh, it's quietened down a little bit now, hasn't it?
11: It has, yeah, there was a little peak around sort of the January time, um, obviously the, the London lot were looking forward to those games and hoping for, for more points than we generated last season, so uh, we've done vastly better than on our travels last time out, um, but yes, yeah, so there were a lot of games in the uh, sort of the January time, um, not too much happening now, I think with the, with the lull, um, I think it's probably looking at a scope now where maybe some London lot can get together and, uh, and travel en masse to a to the uh, promotion pointer six pointer against maybe Notts county,
1: <laughs> yeah, that one is coming up very very soon, and then, as we say late on the final away game of the season, and your message is let's everybody be be as Danish as possible,
11: absolutely, even if it means having something Danish for breakfast <laughs> uh, any, any, any any sort of contribution i'm sure uh, i'm sure Brian would, uh, would, uh, would greatly receive it
1: I say, oh, you know, you don't want people dressing up as bacon then or anything like that. <laughs>
11: Well, I'm I'm leaving it open to interpretation.
1: <laughs> I think I'll yes, then. But well, you said Danish Def- pastry. Danish pastry,
3: for me, yeah. We'll all cover ourselves in sugar and uh, go down,
1: Oh, We're going your seedy thoughts again, aren't we, hey, Tim, going into Tim's yes. place. Well, I, I was disappointed because I was getting everything ready with the Vikings and all that. You get some yep. nice music, bit Viking-y type Music. Yeah, yeah, really stirping Up, and up, up and at them, that's right, yeah. Yeah, we're up yeah, and atom. Them. Yeah, Theme music to the Vikings yeah, show by the way. Yeah. But instead of that, <laughs> <laughs> we said we'll have we'll have a bit of Danish then on Denmark, and this is the only thing I could find from Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the <a> same, <laughs> is it? It's
3: not got the same ring to it though. No. <laughs> so might drive you mad, but <laughs> <laughs> we only
1: uh, get to all the late Orient fans to run out the ground <laughs> yeah. if, if we sing come on Bobby, <laughs> so, yeah. let's go party. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, So, yeah, so that's going to be the Danish theme for the final day of the season. Actually, the final away day of the season.
3: And it could, like you say, it could be a really, really vital game as well. You know, two clubs, hopefully. One one of them's going to go get into the playoffs and one isn't. Mm. And will it be the Stags? Yes. (laughs) Case (laughs) closed! Case closed. You've got to to be positive, haven't you? you We seem to be building momentum at the moment Mm. at the right time. One defeat in half a dozen, is it something like that? Yeah. If, and it's a big if, you know, just get a few points off teams at the you know in the top half of the table and get that win get that monkey off our back Yeah, we we could just sneak in.
1: Ah, lovely. Great stuff. Let's hope so. That means the the season will be longer. More sports talks, more Saturday sports. It'll be brilliant. More exclusive commentaries. That's
3: right. And it would be be fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah, because it would be so unexpected from the start of the season, Mm. as Adam Murray said, when people were writing us off.
1: Indeed. Right, quick break. When we come back, final part of the show. uh, We will have Morris's Minute Moan and the sports talk predictor very shortly. But our competition lines have closed now for those tickets, uh, those two pairs of tickets for the game uh, against uh, Yeovil a week. Tomorrow we asked you who scored the winning goal in the tenth minute of stoppage time uh, when they met in, Octo- in yep. October down in Yeovil. Yep. And who was it? Reggie Lamb. It was Reggie Lamb. And well done uh, to Philip Sherwin of Langworth and Neil Crofts of Stanton Hill. Uh, you have won uh, the tickets uh, this week. We'll tell you shortly how you can get them very soon. Quick break. When we come back, we have
0: Morris's Minute Moan, the most loved part of the show. <laughs> mansfield 103.2 Sports with united carpets and beds visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at mansfield woodhouse and kirkby and ashfield united carpets morris's
3: minute moan i don't totally agree with him it's just down to greed oh dear well she's either angry or drunk oh dear why are we playing this game we don't need to play it Dear, oh dear dear i would throw them both out it's obscene it's a disgrace some people just moan for the sake of it. Yes, Morris's Minute Moan, or in
1: one review that we've had this week, that bit where that bloke moans about tennis (laughs) all the time. (laughs) That's that's to come. (laughs) That is to come. But it is Morris's Minute Moan, where he gets 60 seconds to talk about something in the world of sports that has really uh, got on his goat uh, this uh, week. So let's find out what it is. We know it is a lord of the realm he's going (laughs) for. So nobody powerful or anything for me to be worried about. (laughs) So Timmy 60 seconds starts now.
3: I've touched on this subject before, but it seems like he wasn't Listening. Does Lord Coe, the man who brought the London Olympics to us so memorably, to be fair, in 2012, but better known to people of my generation as Sebco Middle Distance Runner, think he's untouchable now that he's at the head honcho for that sport worldwide? It seems that way. First he tried to shoot the messenger when news and suspicions were first raised over allegations of doping and athletics. Then, when he was proved wrong on that front, he tried to sweep aside allegations of wrongdoing by his predecessor. Again he was proved wrong, but continued to insist this was a minor problem not the seismic revelations we all knew were going to come out. Now, when confronted over documents, it appeared to show he broke the rules when gaining his position with the IAAF, he again insists his accusators are wrong. Oh, and when major sponsors of the sport pull out, uh, Nestle, in fact, he accuses them of hypocrisy. Where's the humility? Where's the admittance that somewhere along the line, Lord Coe, like me, like everyone else is human and makes mistakes. It seems like so many sports administrators, when they get high office, they get it wrong.
1: Did he still your girl in a, in a previous life or something like that? Or are you Steve Ovett's uh, relative or well, yeah. something <laughs> <laughs>
3: like that? <laughs> Probably Steve Ovett's relative. What it is, and th- I touched on it at the end there, these people, they get to high office and they think everything in the garden's rosy, nothing underneath them is wrong, everything's perfect. People shouldn't be criticising when it's constructive criticism as well. They should all just go away, if you like, and let him run his fiefdom as he sees mm-hmm. fit. And it's not like that. You. you Elected or appointed to be president of whatever sport it is to make things right, to make things better, not to just continue along the line as they have done before. You've had more your
1: minute. You've had, you've, yeah, 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 well, yeah. no problem. <laughs> if if Lord Coe is driving through, Mansford Ashford and Bolso at the moment wants to give us a bell, he can do, and tell us why, why you're talking rot, yeah. um, and we will give him that platform yeah. next week. We'll do that if Lord Coe wants to sort of respond Come to in, what yep. Tim is saying. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dennis Balls rung up, by the way, about the Danish yeah. away day, yeah. and say, well, why, why not uh, a bit of streaking? <laughs>
3: As streaky bacon.
1: Yes. Well, Tim. No, I'm, I'm banning you from doing that. First of all, it is, against the, it is against the law, and secondly, <laughs> nobody needs to see that. Well,
3: Very true. <laughs> Not even me.
1: <laughs> Sports talk about it to now here on Absolute Point Two. I've got a mental what, image what, in my head now. Yeah.
3: What a thought. And,
1: and I do apologise to everybody across the Manchesterian <laughs> bowls over is now thinking Could of Tim Morris sat
3: on one of Adam Murray's potties. That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, it's getting <got> worse. <laughs> Sports Talk Predict here on man 2, 1 and 3.2 every week uh, we look at five uh, four uh, upcoming uh, football <laughs> five? games you really so no wonder me I'm now. bottom
3: on the table <laughs> you're not giving me the fifth
1: one yeah, uh, yeah four <laughs> games every weekend and we try and work out what the scores will be we get a point if they get the, cri- uh, the right result uh, if you get the right score it is three points and it's me and Tim with all our years of wisdom probably 70 years amongst us uh, together aggregately yep. probably Easily, against, yep. against a random number generator called Trevor who just throws numbers out willy nilly and we see Uh, who is the best at predicting uh, what is going on in the world of football. And at the moment, it's me! By a long way. By a long way? Yeah. Seven points now. Seven
3: points, yeah, but I should have changed my mind last week because of Pellegrini, but I didn't. It doesn't
1: matter now, no. I got two points for saying that uh, Tadcaster would uh, beat Rainworth and that Chelsea would beat Man City in the FA Cup. You got three points for saying that Tadcaster would beat Rainworth 3-1, and Trevor got a point for saying that Tadcaster would beat Rainworth Miners Welfare. So we've got four Games uh, this week uh, starting in the Championship, Nottingham Forest against uh, Bristol City. Let's start uh, with Trevor. Uh, hello, Trevor. Hello. Yeah, get the niceties out the way. What do you think first of all for this one? 1 0 to Forest. I've gone 2 2. What Ooh, do you
3: think, Tim? 3 1 Forest. 3 1 Forest. I don't like saying it, but. <laughs> three, <one Forest.
1: laughs> this next one I thought would be a nice easy one for you. Uh, Plymouth Argyle <laughs> against the <laughs> now up for
3: sale Notts County. County. Are you going to buy it? Are you going to buy Notts County? could do and then close them down. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that that would <laughs> oh, be, oh <laughs> be
1: unbiased on this stage. We do have Notts County fans listening, you know, some of them. Uh, yeah, uh, Plymouth Argyle against Notts County.
3: What do you think? 3 0 home win.
1: That uh, to Plymouth. Uh, I've gone for 3 1 to Plymouth. What do you think, Trevor? Four. four four four. Interesting.
3: That AFC
1: filed against <laughs> Alfreton Town in non-league. I have gone for three-two mm. to AFC filed fifth in the table. Alfreton a twelve-match unbeaten run, but I think it'll come to an end tomorrow.
3: I'm going one-one. No. Alfreton two-for two for straight. I mean. Fair enough. And Trevor. <laughs>
1: to AFC filed. Uh, Liverpool against Manchester City League Cup Final Uh, I have gone 2-1 to Manchester City because I think uh, that Pellegrini will put out a strong side for this one (laughs) What do you think Trev? 3-4, 3-4, oh, so that'd be an interesting final at Wembley. Didn't yeah. say whether it was after extra time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, is it extra time in that, or is it straight to penalties? I can't remember
3: these I'm days. And sure, uh, Tim, what do you think? I'm going to go 2-1
1: Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool. Ooh, uh, is it an upset? Yeah, I think it will be an upset. I think it
3: would be, although, yeah. I don't know, they've got a good record in finals. Liverpool. Yeah,
1: so there we go. We'll find out what we've done next the, week. Uh, the standings, by the way, I'm on 70, Tim's on 63, and Trevor is on 63 as yeah. well. So well done, Tim. You're as good as a random number <laughs> generator at this moment <laughs> in time. Doesn't say a lot, after does it? Th- after 29 <laughs> weeks, after 29 times. Times four games.
3: Doesn't say a lot for (laughs) me, does it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Into the final 50 seconds here then. uh, uh, Newport away tomorrow. Exclusive commentary on Mansfield 103.2. Ronnie Parade, it will be a dog of a pitch. It always is. It always
3: is. We haven't got a massively good record (laughs) there. Not friendly. (laughs) <laughs> i us say, say the least but because we got a great result last time you know we be so close to getting a really good one in the championship winning mm. season of the conference as well yeah. players you know we play better away from home this season you know in most of the games let's go out and just do the same as we, we do then and I, for me be positive you know, Scoreline? don't defend oh we'll win probably 3-1 oh 3-1 Matt Green Possibly, yeah. (laughs) Chapman against his old
1: And Junior Daniel on his debut.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that would be nice. Yeah,
1: Tim, great. I'd to have you with us tonight. Thanks for Dave Rose popping in for the first part of the show as well. That's been Sports Talk here on Mansfield 103.2. Don't forget, tomorrow, an exclusive commentary coming up of the Stags away at Newport County. uh, Monday night, it's Chequered Flag with Matt Edwards. All the latest motorsport action. And then we're back next Friday with more Stags and more local sport from you. From me, Jason Harrison, have a great uh, weekend, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night. (laughs)